0: Going back and reading it again, the type of humor he has, it just doesn't feel natural. It's like, I don't I can't think of, like, it's not funny. Or he makes like really <laughs> corny jokes a lot. And it's just like, that's not who that's he a, is. So, yeah, he so it doesn't work, so.
1: All right, y'all, welcome back to another relaunch. Uh, what's going on, everybody? I am LZ. Hey, you guys, I am Keenan.
0: What's going on, Keenan? How are you? I'm good. Um, it's kind of yeah. cold today here in the
1: district, but yeah. you know, we're, 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 we're pushing cool. through. Is it? Yeah, I'm like, mm. I just looked outside and it's just, it's that doesn't cold. sound safe for you guys. No. <laughs> <laughs> It's not normal. I didn't sign up for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Like, over here in DC, like, it's kind of cool, you know? It's like, we kind of used to, like, it taking a little bit of time for it to really warm up, but over there, no. Like, you should be hot. Right.
1: Right. It's it's like a gloomy kind of day, too, so I feel like I'm gonna get some chicken wings and read comic books. (laughs) Okay? I feel that. That's been my week. Yeah. Like, Literally. Chicken wings and comic books, exactly. <laughs> well, let's get into these uh, comics of the week. But before we get started, I want to let everybody know, um, you can find us on Twitter at Another Relaunch. Um, you can find me at Uncanny Lz on most social media platforms. Uh, Kenan, where can they find you? You
0: can always find me on Twitter, Instagram at KenanLance. You know, there's a little underscore
1: at the end. That's right. You can also... Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel if you want to watch us during all this time and have some fun, laugh, <laughs> click subscribe. Um, so let's get into the comics of the week. Uh, up first okay. is Return of the Valkyries, number four, uh, by mm-hmm. Jason Aaron, uh, Tarun Grombeck, and Nina, I think it's Vakuva. I'm yes. sorry if I pronounced that wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> get into it. I did not read it. <laughs> so, okay. Um. I mean, honestly, you don't need
0: to. Again, this is a King and Black tie-in. I mean, oh, no, 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 and I don't, I don't mean that in the back. Like, no, it's because it's a King and Black tie-in. And again, like, I think we have said it like every week now for I don't know, like five years. Like, I am so tired <laughs> of King and Black. <laughs> um, but like I've always said, like this series is great because it gives me my Danny Jane Foster content, and like mm-hmm. that. Ch- like 10 out of 10 5 out of 5 whatever however needs to be scored like i'm going to give it to that for that um this is leading into another series for the valkyries where we're going to see more of jane um the new valkyrie who just debuted the black woman who's like kind of tessa thompson inspired um i don't think danny's going to be in that one so we'll see again this one kind of just suffered from crossover fatigue so it is what it is it's a fine
1: was issue. it was it a mini series was it supposed to be just a whole king and black mini series or something yeah it which was, it was literally
0: just created for king and black
1: it, it, it does bring back the
0: valkyries so like that's the okay. thing about it like jane gets sucked into one of no's little void dragon shadow things i don't even know what they're about anymore but that happens and um like some other Valkyries like come back and like they save her. Then like she, Danny, the new Valkyrie ride off. Supposed to be a whole thing. It's fine. it's fine. Okay. Great art. Yes. Actually. Okay. Very enjoyable art. Danny looks great. Like she looks. good. <laughs> okay. She's like she's got on like this gold Valkyrie garb. Like it's really hot. Like she's giving.
1: Okay. All right, yeah. We'll check that out if you want some Valkyrie content um Mm. up next is black cat number four by jed mckay and again nina uh, nakuva apologies if i mispronounce her name
0: so okay when i first saw her name on both of these titles i thought i was like reading something wrong i don't know if one that delayed because it's like when was the last time you saw an artist do two books? Like, either she's, like, very like, <laughs> right, yeah. quick, like, she's got it, okay? Like, she made me, um so, and I honestly want to say, I think her uh, anchor or colorist on this issue made me enjoy the art a little bit more than it did on the Valkyrie's book, because I really liked it here. Um, so in this issue, basically, there was this character that was created. Her name is the Queen's Cat. And when Hobgoblin was turned into a hero during the Axis event, he got his own little group of sub-heroes. They're called like the Hob Heroes or something like that. And so the queen's cat is one of them. She's basically an inverted black cat. Like she's a black girl, she's got blonde hair, but her costume is like white, uh, mostly white with like little black tassels and stuff. And so her whole thing is that she's a hero. And so she wants to take down the black cat because she's lost her memories. And she's like, if I don't remember who I was and this is who I am, who is that? And so, she tracks down like her <laughs> <laughs> it was actually a little bit enjoyable i was kind of like oh this is good. And like black cat even says it. she's like oh a hero with like an identity crisis she's like but it's like a different kind of identity crisis than what we're used to she's like i'm kind of into you and so she tracks Felicia down by stealing some stuff felicia like comes and beats her up and they like talk a little bit and black cat is telling her she's like you know you want to be a hero Cool. Every hero needs a foil. Like, I'm used to a cat and mouse, but a cat and cat, that actually can be something pretty interesting. Ooh. She, right? <laughs> and so <laughs> she's right. like, so she's like, maybe we'll do this again. She like beats her up, sends her home, writes her a little note. She's like, you know, you didn't catch me this time, but you're welcome to try again. And
1: that's where the issue is. It was cute. Okay. Very nice. Very nice. I had to I'm catch good. up on this because I feel like I. It's I, only four like issues. You experience. have time. Yeah. Okay. So it's like I her was at, her previous series like should I just go ahead and start with this new one or do I really need to finish the I would say
0: ones? I would say you can like just start with this one, but I would highly recommend that you go back and read the previous one. Like Jen McKay has like right. been killing on this bit. But basically Felicia just goes on a bunch of different heists throughout the Marvel universe. I know a lot of that is on Marvel Unlimited right now, so you can go and yeah. check that out there. That's actually how I came into the run. But it's really good. Like Jeb McKay staying over
1: here. I'm a fan yeah. of for sure. Yeah, he's great. For I sure. really wish I really wished his uh, taskmaster would have kept going. <laughs> <That was> so <laughs> It was good. Um, I would love to see whatever he does next. Um, mm-hmm. all right, y'all. We'll definitely get that black cat issue then if you are into some like you know, hecy stuff with Felicia. Mm-hmm. Uh, up next is Beta Ray Bill number one by Daniel Warren Johnson, who was both the writer and artist for this issue. Yes. Um,
0: do you like Beta Ray You no. don't know who Beta Ray Bill. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's fine. Let me tell you something about Beta Ray Bill. I mean, I think I he's love... like
1: I think he's interesting as far as like the whole like the race that he comes from with like the whole with half horse race. people or Yeah. So like he uh, he is a
0: Corbinite and he was turned into like a cybernetic horse person thing to help save his people from. Um, was it Galactus? I think it was
1: Galactus.
0: No, no, actually, no, no. It was uh, uh, Surtur. Oh, okay. Thor's, Thor's villain. Thor's villain, because that's yes, how he yes, came sir. in contact with Thor. Um, And then he met the Asgardians, but, like, he could lift up Mjolnir, the hammer. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so, like, so Odin, they were, like, so impressed with him, Odin ended up giving him his own hammer, Stormbreaker. Right. So, in the current Thor run that is written by Don Cates, mm-hmm. um, thor breaks stormbreaker so beta Build like doesn't have a hammer but and so the hammer uh, also did you do it on purpose? The, yeah he was he was like going through something he was like a herald for galactus or something like that it was like it's whatever um <laughs> <laughs> okay. um and so in doing that Beta Ray Bill still fights him, so when Odin gave Bill this Stormbreaker hammer, he imbued it with the ability whenever Bill like slams the hammer on the ground, he's able to turn back into his human form. And so with his hammer destroyed, he can no longer do that. He's like stuck like a cybernetic horse. And so Thor being so pleased with him, like being able to fight him off after he becomes free of Galactus, he ends up making Beta Ray Bill the like master of war for all of Asgard. And oh, so Thing okay. Fang Foom is actually coming to like try and destroy Asgard because what does Asgard do but get destroyed every other week? And, True.
1: I feel and like so that's like, also like a like a callback or something. Hasn't Thing Fang Foom attacked them before? Oh yeah, all the time. Like
0: all okay. the time. <laughs> um, and so Bill like leads the people out. He's like got uh Fang on uh, Foom on the ropes, but like he gets the best of them, but then Thor pops back in and like beats him up, and everybody's like, oh my god, it's Thor, all oh, father, he's the greatest, blah, 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 so Bill's, like, kind of pissed about that, but, like, people are trying to celebrate, he's starting his relationship with Sif again, and so Sif is like, you know, let's go to the bedroom, like, what you trying to do? Mm. But when they get there, she's like, alright, when are you gonna, like, turn back into your human form now? And he's, like, trying to let her know, he's like, I can't do that anymore, and so she's like, oh, so then they don't get do it anymore. Oh, but so
1: she didn't really like him. Sean, That's so
0: she don't to do it with the horse. That's, we're not into beastiality over here.
1: Well, it's, he's supposed, it's still him, right? I don't know what he looks like, you know, down there like that. But, like, yeah, it's still him. Is <laughs> she supposed to love him for him? <laughs> I mean, she does. But, like, it, I don't think, I also think, like, the way
0: his mouth works when he's, like, in oh, horse Oh, yeah. That's
2: yeah, fair. like.
0: I don't think she can really do anything with that. Um, or I mean, or it could just be a thing where hey, she don't like like that, and just you know, <laughs> 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 you know, it's like hey, you know, Sip uh, like is my girl, so I might be trying to make some excuse for her. But it could just be that. <laughs> and so of course, like Bill has that thought himself, so he goes to leave Asgard. He runs into Thor. Thor's like, where's you going? He's like, look you kind of ruined my life. <laughs> He's like, you broke my hammer so I can't turn back into my human form. He's like, anytime I try and come in and like do some good, you pop up. You overshadow everything I do. Like I'm tired of being here. I'm gone. I need to go find a new hammer. <laughs> um, and so the issue ends with him being it. It's really good. I think if you're a Beta Ray Phil fan, you should get it. Okay, is this a mini or... Friend. It's a mini series. It's only five issues, I think. Okay. Five or four. But it's really good love beta Bill. love asgard highly recommend
1: it i love when you bring your asgard bag and <laughs> you be going okay. all them. <laughs> i love it it's everything i love it i love it okay up next is strange adventures number nine by tom king and uh mitch Gerards and doc shaner now tell us about this
0: so i'm not gonna lie to you I, I, can, I honestly have no idea what's going on in this book unless mr terrific is on the page i cannot like there's something about like war crimes um, political intrigue, like Adam Strange doing some stuff, stuff. I don't know what's going on in the book. I'm only reading it for Mr. Terrific. Mr. Terrific was in like half of a page <laughs>
1: <laughs> Well, it'd be like that sometimes because, like, I feel like they probably kind of got you on this book because they added him into it. They did
0: they did and they know they did and they know they did and so the fact that like it honestly should have just been a mr terrific series like if this is 12 issues of mr terrific like yes Mm -hmm. absolutely because when he is in the book it is at his most interesting everything else is just kind of like there confusing like weird space like i said beautiful to look at the artists are doing a phenomenal job on it like they are knocking out of the park this entire team is like great i'm pretty sure if you're an adam strange fan you actually might be interested in it i don't know many adam strange fans i've never encountered one so i don't like know what to tell you there
1: but is he like stuck on rimble or something he's always there again (laughs) you don't know know. (laughs) no idea (laughs) um
0: mr terrific was not in this issue Got it. That's what I have to say.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Like that is that's all I can give you. No, I um has this. I wonder if this series has been like selling well because I I feel like it came like randomly (laughs) out of nowhere. Nobody talks about it. Like no no
0: people only talk about it when Mr. Terrific is in it. Like, yeah. there's some Terrific-centric issues or where he's, like, featured, like, a decent amount. Like, those are the ones that get the most buzz. Everything else is just like, who
1: Has he had a solo recently? When was the last time Mr. Terrific had a solo?
0: He had the Terrific book. Right. Wow. Right. Other than that, don't... I wouldn't recommend his solo series, <laughs> You should... You should... You could read some Justice Society, some JSA, some John's JSA. Mm-hmm. You would enjoy that for sure. Even some of the issues of Terrifics. There are some decent things in there. Some Earth 2. Not his solo series. This. The Mr. Terrific-centric
1: issues of Strange Adventures. Yes. Highly recommend. Okay. I see what you're putting down there. Maybe he just needs a new solo or something better than than a few pages in Strange Adventures. Yes. Um, All right. Up next is The Other History of the DC Universe, number three, by John Ridley and Giuseppe Comincoli. And uh, this series, anthology, I don't know what you really want to call it, but like this,
0: this for me,
1: is everything. It's everything. (laughs) <laughs> I don't right. even know what else to say. Like it's I
0: really want Mr. Terrific to get one of these issues.
1: <laughs> I really want I really want a John Stewart one. I need a green uh, answer You don't need a John,
0: John Stewart when he was in black light. You're you're, you're a little greedy. That was a, comes that to was John. A you're a little greedy a when it comes to John. No, he got like his whole little like three page. Like, wow, we got like some stuff about his past, you know, how yeah, he was that was feeling. a cameo. That
1: wasn't a You do cameo.
0: not need, I need a, a
1: John focused one because I'm not beating whatever is coming out with the Green Lanterns. So, a nice <gasps> John relief book would be fantastic.
0: Yeah, John John's had his moment. We can give Mr. Terrific one, we can give Dr. Mist. Dr. Mist would be nice Ooh. for one. <laughs> see? Um, <laughs> Dr. Light, Kimio Hoshi, okay. Dr. Light. I she take- deserves. I like that. She right. definitely deserves. Um, there, there's a. Th- we got a couple. John. John had a little bit of a moment. He can take a break.
1: John never gets a moment. All he ever does is just support something, and they like have him on the page as the Green Lantern instead of actually showing anything with him. That's why a nice John Ridley would just <laughs> completely quash all of that. You know, well, we'll see. I would, I would appreciate a nice, a nice John Stewart focused uh, DC universe. Okay. Um, I, I would this...
0: appreciate it too. Just down, down the line. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what I'm saying. He's, he's just gotta go a little bit further down the line. But this one, this one was good. And so, you know, I'm a Katana fan. Yeah. I like the Outsiders and everything like that. But you know, a lot of people write Katana as like the Stone Silent type and uh i feel like this follows through but it also gives her a lot more like why she's quiet the way yeah. she is you know what i'm saying it um
1: for why she is that the stone quiet type
0: exactly i really like the bits about how she like hated that their name was um batman and the outsiders and how she felt like it put them in her shadow I really loved the way that she uh, spoke about her relationships with John, I mean, not John, with uh, Jefferson and Violet, Mm -hmm. and kind of, like, how those were her centers and, like, how she felt about the outsiders
1: in general was also really nice. Yeah, I thought that the really—I don't read a lot of Katana stuff, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, I feel like she was only really popped up every now and then in anything that I've ever really read. So— my experience with her has pretty much only been that she was just the quiet, like, samurai or, like, yeah. Yeah, like ninja girl. Um, but I felt like with this, you got a lot more insight into, like, how she actually, why she's that way. And the I really appreciated the, the whole soul taker thing and how she's, like, it's not mm-hmm. really, like, a, <laughs> hey, like, possessed sword or whatever. People just have kind of, like, ran with that myth and I let them. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it also really gave you backgrounds into like her fighting abilities because yeah. again, I haven't really had too much uh, like knowledge about katana other than like the few things that I had read. And I had never, I guess, questioned her fighting abilities or like why she was able to fight. I just was like, mm-hmm. whatever, she's swinging, a, she's swinging a sword. Like yeah, I yeah, assume so. <laughs> she knows how to use it, <laughs> but that is not the case at all. Like this all kind of came into her yeah. like after you know, she was fighting for her life basically so I felt like um after she kind of became this owner of this sword and when she went off on her kind of original mission to defeat the guy who gave her husband uh, the sword mm-hmm. who ended up like being killed by her like brother in law or whatever and then she had to kill her brother in law it was like a whole Like, saga, and she just kind of like rolled into becoming Katana and just kind of like just kind of went with it because I mean, at that point, she had no family, her kids were dead. Like, she just what else was she gonna do? So, um, it was very interesting to see. And the way that this also touched on a lot of the, um, like I can't even say past because it wasn't that long ago, (laughs) but. The past mm-hmm. indiscretions that, that have happened with uh, Japanese Americans and Chinese Americans and um the different wars and internment camps and all that kind of stuff and just the way that there was this hate towards um Asian people and Japanese people although mm-hmm. all of the media was <laughs> anime and sushi yeah, <laughs> like <yeah. laughs> you know and it was like it was very uh, specifically in the 90s came out. this is kind of taking place
0: Yeah, Yeah, and it was very apt that, you know, this issue comes out now, and it talks about those issues, especially, like, right now, where Stop Asian Hate is at, like, an all-time high, and people are talking about these things, and, like, seeing Katana kind of—we've never had that type of introspection from an Asian character, like, in the DC universe. I just, like, not even from just an in-story narrative about how they feel. Like, we don't get those type of things with them. So, like, this was really refreshing to see, especially for her— being like she's a street level hero. She's kind of like on the ground anyway, so it like really hits close. I was like, this was great. Like, Mr. Terrific needs one of these. Yeah,
1: sure. I would read the Mr. Sure. I definitely read the Mr. Terrific one. Yeah, would I read it before sure. the Clark one? Oh no, <laughs> but I would. I would definitely read the Mr. Terrific one. I would love to see how he would. Honestly, I'd love to see him talk about being a brilliant like black man. Yeah. Or, and the technology that he's like invented and all that kind of stuff and how I feel like he doesn't get the recognition for that like he should. Okay. You know? <laughs> Compared yes. to yes, some we, deserve, would, we deserve. We <laughs> deserve. It
0: needs to happen. It needs to happen. Oh, yes, yes, that was sure. really dope.
1: Um, so definitely check this out. Y'all again, I can't like give it high enough praise. It's fan- a fantastic book. Um, all right. So next up is um X-Men number 19 mm. by Jonathan Hickman and Mahmoud Azwar. And um again, I have I've always loved the, the X-Men by Jonathan Hickman. For me, you know, you always end up get exactly what you want when it comes to these comics. <laughs> Hickman on the X-Men was the one time I finally got something that I That's have been true. asking. And it's actually been very, very, very good, in my opinion. Um, yeah. This issue was about the, the escape from the vault. So we see how uh, Sink, Darwin, to a lesser degree, <laughs> and um, and Laura, Kenny, Wolverine, how they all kind of were making their way out of the vault. And the time shenanigans that are going on there have having to kind of go in and set up camps and all yeah. this kind of stuff. It was very, very good. What did you think? I enjoyed it. You know, I'm honestly not a huge
0: fan of Sync. <laughs> um, I, I don't really <laughs> like <laughs> So I know a lot of people were, like, really excited about, like, Sync, the return of him. I think, like, that kind of Full circle moment for him and his character that he had in this issue was like really nice. Again, like this is someone who died in the 90s a long time ago. And he's like one of those few X-characters who like was never getting revived, despite everybody else always getting revived. And it also is another black man on the X-Men. You know, Bishop has been trying to carry that on his back for quite some time. And so to see someone else kind of get that spotlight was really nice. I think the issue did a lot. I don't necessarily know if it made me a Saint fan in general, but I think like, oh, like this was cool for him. I think the ending that he's lived this whole life with Laura, fell in love with her, and then she doesn't remember any of it. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, like, how he kind of deals with that. Like, is he going to try and convince her? Was he, does he try to, you know, because it's like, what's her love just because he was the only person there and they had gone through all this stuff together and she's also, like, had other loves. Um, I would have loved to see a little bit more Darwin. I think he got the short end of the stick on this issue, mm-hmm. but I get it made sense. It was a good issue. Very well written. It was enjoyable, heartfelt. I
1: liked it. I really wanna know what's gonna like happen it. because of everything that happened with Darwin in this issue mm. and you know him getting basically getting captured and having his DNA taken. Yeah. And we find out about the children of the vault, how they are currently at their, was it the third generation that they're at? And they have to make yes. the fourth? Right. Yes. Um, they're currently at their third generation and the experiences that they had with the X-Men were not great, <laughs> so they realized that uh, because of the X-Men getting to the point of having Krakoa, they weren't prepared for that, so like the children of the vault need to go in and like age some more and be subjected to more time manipulation, so uh, the they need to make the fourth generation, they are going to also I guess use some of Darwin's DNA, so I wonder how that's going to affect their yeah. abilities, because Darwin's, you know, ability is to survive. So I was about to he say, did definitely really so get in this book because he, because of his abilities, which <laughs> kind of sucked. You know, but no, but. it's
0: interesting to see. You know, they the X Men kind of went into the space to make it, you know, get information and figure out a way to defeat the children, and you kind of just gave them the means to probably take you down. <laughs> 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 it's just kind of like you actually made things a little bit worse, and um. Got these people killed for no reason. Like if you just if you just would have left them alone, you guys would have been fine.
1: Y'all probably could have been able to take them without the addition of Darwin. Okay, like they were scared. Yeah, very. It's gonna be interesting to see whatever they do with with Darwin and his powers and stuff going forward. Um, well, alright, y'all. Let's take a break and then we will come back for another panel. This should be interesting.
0: I'm excited for this one. Very, very, very. Yeah. All right, guys. So we are back for another panel. And so we're going to do a character panel this week. We have not done one in quite a while. And yes. I was a little, I was a little inspired. So today's panel is going to be on Moon Knight. Okay. Ooh, that's yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Moon Knight is like one of my favorite characters, and we know that he's going to be portrayed by Oscar Isaac in the Disney Plus. I mean, that's what they've been saying. Disney still hasn't confirmed it, but like we've seen the fight videos of him. Everybody's been doing such amazing art. I don't know if you guys look up this artist named Otto Schmidt. He did a Moon Knight piece recently, and he did the likeness of it as Isaac. It looks great. He's got on the suit. It's like really, really good. So I actually saw that and I just kind of got inspired. So before today, I would have. I said really that,
1: don't know what kind of like hold you have on these people. How you got Oscar like, Isaac to be one of your favorite characters is so dope. <laughs> it's just like,
0: man, I don't know. It's just, I don't know. something in the water. But so, um, <laughs> but before today, I would have said that I was a Moon Knight fan, but I don't think I necessarily would have liked an expert okay um and so when someone kind of asked me what would you want to see in the moon Knight show i was like oh i actually don't really know because a lot of the runs i've read them but i've only ever read them once so i kind of took this entire week to just like go back and read everything i skipped a couple eras i skipped his era with the west coast avengers and i skipped his era on the secret avengers not necessarily because i didn't want to read them i just didn't have time i did skip the Bendis era of Moon Knight because I don't think anyone should ever read that. <laughs> <laughs> well damn, <laughs> it is not good. Um, I do not recommend it. it. Was just like and like it's one of those things where it's like this is bad and I only have to read it once. And
1: I never have it to read it again. It was like like the first on um, first read, you already know. It like, was a complete. So
0: for for those who don't know, Moon Knight suffers from DID, disassociative Identity Disorder. And so Bendis did it in a way so instead of him having multiple personalities, he used the aliases of other Avengers. So he was like using stuff of Wolverines, Spider Man, and Captain America.
2: Hmm.
0: It was not good. He was like he was like talking to them like they were like voices in his head. It was just like so bad but the only thing i ever say is good of it is that it brought moon knight and echo together and i really like but even and so even then in the book it wasn't (laughs) good (laughs) because like bendis ends up fridging echo he kills her (laughs) (laughs) yeah so he like kills her and she dies in it but it it it's just like now moon knight and echo have history together like they have a relationship that a future writer can build on if they need to and like i'm just here for that because you want that. i would, yeah i want that so the little the little story she actually had in the marvel voices indigenous voices um mm-hmm. one of the pages was like her getting a text from like all the men who she's talked to or like had somebody dealing with moon knight was one of the guys
1: so oh okay yeah i saw that yeah
0: yeah yeah that was fun that was cool um but going back um, it makes sense that like, you would
1: skip over the West Coast Avengers stuff, because it's kind of long. I That was actually my only introduction with him. You know? Yeah, I've read anything with, with Moon Knight. <laughs> <laughs> um, I won't even lie to you, except when he was in West Coast Avengers, because I did mm-hmm. like that series. Um, but that was like, he was in like, a lot of issues yeah, with
0: that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that was my thing. So I was like, I'm already reading like a lot of comic books. Like, um, I had the Huston Run, I had Warren Ellis, uh, there was I actually I actually have my notes here. I'm gonna be like looking down at my notes so and I was I've been like writing and reading. It's been like a great week. Um and so again, it's not that those two I didn't necessarily not want to do. I was like, I'm already got a lot here. I kinda wanna get the main stuff anyway. I was really just going for like Mark's motivation and his personality. And kind of like, what is it? I feel like, especially with us over these last few weeks and doing the show and everything, we've kind of come to these realizations with some characters about like, do we actually really like them? Or do we just like watching them fight? Or do we just like this one story arc that happened with them? Or, you the know, is it just a of them? Yeah, yeah, it's like, do I really like that? So that's what I want to see with Mark, because again, I had read the stuff but I only read it once. I did realize that my opinion actually changed on a lot of things. A lot of the runs that I previously said I did not like, I ended up liking a lot more. Um, and some of the ones that I felt those, though, were higher up, was not. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I'll talk about this run in particular that kind of dropped for me, and that is the Charlie Huston era. This one came out in, where's my 2006. Okay. And Charlie was Huston
1: like an introduction to Moon Knight. Like, what was your like first? Yes, actually. So
0: I was like, I don't even remember how I picked the book up, but mm-hmm. the issue I distinctly remember was that he. And now that I said this when I was rereading it, he his he has this enemy named Bushman, and okay. he rips Bushman's face off with like one of his moon darts. <laughs> what? <laughs> Okay. <laughs> and like, and I'll never forget reading it for the first time because I was like, wow, what a moment. And like, <laughs> I was just like, <laughs> I was just like, wow, I was like, this is, I was like, this is so cool. I was like, he just like ripped this guy's face off. I thought it was like the coolest thing in the entire world. Um, but when I read it again recently, I was kind of like, why did he rip his face off like that? <laughs> I was like, why did they approve this? I was like, this is so violent for like a children's comic book, um, Caseta era. But no. So actually let me let me jump it back a little bit. Let me tell you a little bit about who Moon Knight is. Moon Knight is Mark Spector. He is a Jewish American and who grew up in Chicago from he's from Chirac.
2: Okay.
0: Um, right and so when so a thing a lot of people don't know is when his character was first introduced he actually didn't have any type of like mental illness or mental disorder whatsoever he, the did wasn't a thing the voices that he heard in his head who were later become his personalities stephen grant and jake lockley were just aliases he had created to like help him do his crime fighting thing so he was a u.s marine he became a mercenary on one of the expeditions he was on with the mercenaries, the leader of the group, Raoul Bushman, like betrays them, kind of leaves him for dead. And so he died. It's in Egypt. And so he's underneath the avatar of Khonshu, the moon god, who basically grants him life again. He's like, I'll bring you back to life. I'll let you live if you be my avatar and like do my bidding. Mark's like, sure. Who does, you know, who wants to die?
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm gonna say I'm um, gonna say yeah. <laughs> it's
0: like, okay, um, so he like puts on this silver cape or whatever. He goes fights Bushmen, and then he goes on to be this Avatar of Conchú Stephen. Because of the money he's gained as a mercenary, he uses that to be use the Stephen Grant alias, who's like a uh, millionaire. And then he creates the persona of jake lockley who's like a taxi cab driver to help him keep his ear on the streets and so he kind of like goes through fighting crime and he also has a little bit of horror elements in there he um fights like some magic creatures every now and again his first appearance was actually in a werewolf by night where he like tries to capture him and they end up like helping each other though and so he gets in those type of elements it wasn't until I, was it the huston run now that i'm thinking about it where they introduced the um mental illness it might have been the dickens whatever back to the huston run. Really fast. so like again he rips the face off of bushman i think it's the coolest thing in the world back at the time reading again and so i feel like this run is point for marking the fact that it's one of the times where he really started to get i guess a personality you know the runs that came before they were good they were fine but they were very much reminiscent of 80s comics where it was just um villain of the week type of stories and he's kind of just like going through the motions he has his supporting cast like this one it kind of like takes mark into the space where it's a little dark he's like hooked on pills <laughs> so both, of his, both of his legs are broken. Like, no, no, this is the Huston one in 2006. Oh, no. <laughs> so it's like both of his legs are broken. And so in this fight with Bushman where he ripped his face off, they like fell off a roof. And like while he was falling off the roof, he like kept hitting all these things. So his legs are broken. This is why he rips Bushman's face off. Like. He's just like, <laughs> no, this has got to stop. Um, and Moon Knight's girlfriend, fiancé, ex-girlfriend, whatever you want to call her, Marlene, she tries to help Mike, Mark through it. He's depressed, he's sad, he, like, hits her. It was like, wow, like, this is something that's going on. Mark has a best friend named Jean-Paul, they call him Frenchie, because he's French. And <laughs> he's, like, separated from Mark. He comes out to Mark in this run as gay. And. Oh he's like he's helped Mark through the entire time he's like why do you think I stuck around you all those years I'm in love with you and Mark is like did everybody else know he's like yeah Marlene knew like all these things so it's like he's at this really low point in his life everybody has kind of separated himself from them he feels like he doesn't know anyone he's isolated and it's really depressing and Mark comes off very unlikable and I say yeah And I think that this has been the hurdle that his character has kind of had to face since that run. Whereas, again, like, you just got this guy who's kind of like a douchebag to everybody, and he's just mean, and he's nasty, and he's also a little bit crazy. And, like, now he thinks you might have these other personalities coming around, and it's just like... What are you going to do with that? And no one ever really rectifies the chance to make him likable. Instead, they just like keep playing off of like the mental illness aspect. But because of that, everyone takes their own inter- interpretation of it. Again, you get something like Bendis, which is like so crazy and far out there that he starts taking on the personality of other heroes. Or you get into like the Bendis run, which came a little bit later, which was something when I first read, I thought I really enjoyed because it injected some humor into Mark. And I was like, oh, this was needed for his character. Mm-hmm. But going back and reading it again the type of humor he has it just doesn't feel natural it's like i don't i can't think of like it's not funny (laughs) um or or, or, or he makes makes like (laughs) he makes like really (laughs) corny jokes a lot and it's just like this guy is just not the type of person like a deadpool yeah Mm. a little bit and it's just like that's not who he is so so it doesn't work so and it felt strange coming off of the Lemire run which I actually really really enjoyed I felt like that was probably the run that they also might pull from for the show just because it it really took a deeper look at like the mental illness so the story now is that uh, Khonshu did in fact bring Mark back to life like, that happened. Mm-hmm. He also has DID. And okay. so both things are true now, pretty much. And so um, a lot of writers have been trying to kind of pull as though it's like, yes, he definitely has the DID, but it's Khonshu and it's kind of like yes like let's let's stop going back and forth like (laughs) (laughs) like we've had him like uh we've
1: established that now
0: we've established he's real he's attacking cities he's doing all this stuff like he's real and so lamir kind of like really played up on that he was like okay we get he's real but let's actually talk about mark's mental illness and like how he's going to deal with that because he can't properly deal with conchu until he's dealt with these personalities of himself um and he gets him to a point of acceptance and there's like kind of a finality in the story which is like really satisfying and then Bemis comes right after and it it just doesn't feel the same it's again like he takes him to this he starts using the personalities in a way that just doesn't feel real he kind of starts like calling on them like superpowers almost mm. It's like the Jake Lockney persona is supposed to be like the aggressive one. So if he's losing a fight, he's like, Oh, Jake, come out. And it's just like
1: "Mm." That sounds to me like he's like tapping into Legion territory.
0: Yeah. And it's like that's not what this is. Yeah. (laughs) So it was just really he also he also gives Moon Knight a daughter in that run, which like I'm not really a fan of kids. She's fine. (laughs) Like she she the girl, like the girl actually is fine. Like she her whole thing is like Oh and so that was like one of the other things Mark doesn't know the kid exists because <laughs> one of the other personalities had sex with Marlene so he like doesn't remember that. Um, huh okay That's
1: interesting. It was it was I'm that. I'm just
0: thinking about it again like yeah it's going on lower than I thought. Um, but nonetheless <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless like Again, I appreciate that he tried to do something different for Mark. I also appreciate that he introduced, like, a lot of different villains. He um also tapped into the Egyptian pantheon a little bit more for Mark, which is something that I've always kind of wanted to see. And that was really good. The Huston run. I have to go back to that also. <laughs> so, you know, I said earlier that Frenchie reveals to Mark that he's gay. Aww. I don't know if Huston was just trying to make, like, a commentary or if he was just, like, really angry when he writes this, because when I tell you that they get gay bashed, like, (laughs) multiple times in this run. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I was, like, like, reading it, so the first time I read it, so, like, uh, what happens is if people find out Marcus Moon Knight or they have some type of inclination for it, they always go after Marlene or Frenchie because those okay. are like the two people who are closest to him his jake lockley persona has a very close relationship with this um black woman named gina and like her two sons and like her, uh she owns a diner so like Marcus is yeah. friends with like all the people in the diner there it's actually like really nice i think they'll be used in the show ray has potential to be moon knight's um black mcu best friend so it's like you might see yeah. that <laughs> yeah you know they love that yeah you know um so they always go after like Frenchie or Marlene. And so this happens. And so like Mark goes to see Frenchie. Frenchie lets him know he's gay. Then like the next day, all these people come into the restaurant Frenchie owns and like beat him up with like, and they like break his legs.
1: Oh my. Oh my. <laughs>
0: Jeez. <laughs> and so like Marlene come, Marlene comes to Moon Knight and she's like you're an idiot she's like Frenchie's dying in the hospital and he's "The Mark's like Why, what do I have to do with any of this she's like you think he just gets beat sentencely like the day after you see him like out of nowhere she's like what's your problem and so again earlier in this run Mark had his own legs broken and so while Marlene's yelling at him he's standing up and she's like Frenchie's about to die and he's like Marlene I'm standing and she's like, you son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> it is just like he just he's just like such a he's such a nasty guy at this one. It's just like you are so selfish and a bastard. And it's like this is why no one likes you.
1: Right. Um, like your friend is dying.
0: <laughs> like dying. so Frenchie eventually gets better on that. Frenchie like loses his legs, but he gets these like, yes, it was a lot. And so he gets like these cybernetic new leg things later okay. on. And so something else happens. Frenchie has a boyfriend. Some more people come into the restaurant. I guess they're looking for Frenchie. They start hitting some woman. <laughs> and like the boyfriend goes to go save the woman. So then they beat the boyfriend up. And like he almost gets beat to death. Child, what the hell is
1: going on in these Moon night runs? What so, is... Look, this is, <laughs> this is just the one run. This is just the Charlie Huston run. So I, like, I don't know what was going on.
0: And so it's like he beats the boyfriend episode and the boyfriend's like in the hospital. So i it's like, okay, finally, they're over that. And then I'm like reading still. I get to another issue. Him and the boyfriend are like walking down the street and like two guys come up and start just like calling them the F slur. <laughs>
1: two thousand six. Yes! <laughs> I think you did. This was, okay, that makes sense. That, that early 2000s, like, mid-2000s was, yeah, representation like, for, like, gay stuff was all, like, everything was, was gay fashion. <laughs> I was like, oh, my
0: gosh. I was like, this is really bad. I was like, why? And I was like, I think it's so interesting now to um, read comics from the past in the mindset of, like, how comics were written then and, like, how people read them and what they read versus, like, now. Because... I, you're not going to... The words that I saw in this comic book... Child. <laughs> <laughs> and, so like, and so, like, I was reading I was, like, physically taken aback. I was, like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I cannot believe you just said that. I was, like, who publishes this? Was um, it a Max
1: series? Because I know... Don't they have a uh, Marvel, like, Max series? No. And then they're allowed to, like, curse and stuff in it? So I don't remember it being a part of, like, the Max or Marvel Knights
0: imprint. Mar- Moon Knight's one of those characters who's always kind of, like, been along those lines. He's... Been there with them, but um, I don't think I think this was just like
1: in the comic book stories. Is. This is just a <laughs> Um, okay. like he
0: like he fights the uh, Thunderbolts later on in the run, and Songbird saves Moonstone from something, and she's like, "Yeah, you owe me one, bitch." And it was just like, "Damn, what was that for?" Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he he fights um Bullseye later on, and like. Bullseye's like looking for him, and he's like, "Oh, you're running." He's like, "I didn't think you had bitch in your repertoire." And I was just like, "Y'all are like really like going in." I was like, "Somebody's mad they okay, their writing this comedy." <laughs> it was. I laughed. It was. <laughs> um, <I'm> like, <laughs> <laughs> so that was actually like really interesting. Um, let me go back to my notes. Best run hands down is Warren Ellis run. 2014.
1: I've actually heard that myself. Like Moon Knight run is the Warren Ellis
0: hands playing. down. Ellis kind of came in and helped reinvigorate the character. I think he's probably the one who made. I, 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 don't, I don't even know where I'm going with that. Like it was, it was the best run. <laughs> um, just he still didn't make Mark likable. I'll say that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't really. Again, I think writers have really struggled to make him likable because he doesn't really have motivation. It's just kind of like. He's just doing it. Easy. Is he a mercenary? He, I was like, he was a mercenary. So it's like, you don't really necessarily think he's a great guy. Um, but he also doesn't like aspire to be a hero. He's like, I'm just out here. Like That's why he's able to fight the way he does and do the things he doing. He's like, I truly don't care like if I kill these people. He has this uh, villain named the Black Spectre. He like throws him off a roof during a parade. It's all on camera okay <laughs> yeah he's like i don't care he's like i <laughs> he's like i just want to keep the streets safe like i just want these people to be safe like i don't care how you do it but it's not like super aggressive like a punisher way where he's running around with like a uh, salt uh shotgun and blowing off people's faces like he's very much going after like a lot of weird dangerous things like i said he played in like that horror element one of his villains of this uh warren ellis run was a guy who was like killing people and then like putting their body parts on him so it's like the people he's fighting he was was putting
1: like, them on on himself
0: yeah he was like sewing them in okay yeah exactly it's, <laughs> like, it's, like, it's like it's like he gotta die it's just like you can't Absolutely. yeah like you can't like punishers going around like killing some guy who just stole some bread from the grocery store Knight's not doing that he's
1: just ripping off faces (laughs)
0: yeah (laughs) Um, but the Warren Ellis run kind of also like it went with the mindset of like Conchu is real he did infect you with like this god virus thing that makes you kind of like go through these motions but you also do have DID Um, and some of the stuff that you go through is very crazy and so he also creates the Mr. Knight persona, which is the iconic new white suit that we've seen a lot of people drawing and doing. Mm-hmm. Um, Declan Shalvey designed that, and shout out to him, because it completely changed the game for Moon Knight. Like, I, I truly feel like if that design was not a part of that book, it would not have been as successful as it was.
1: I do even, think... Even, even, even
0: with Warren Ellis out- attached.
1: Outside of that... um, the one costume that he has, the more armored-looking one that's, like, mm-hmm. black. It's all black with the white chest piece. Um, Which, no, shall we also design that one?
0: Uh,
1: oh, well, there <laughs> <Yeah>. we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, okay, yeah, well, man. then I was gonna say, the uh, the only other, like, iconic costume I could think of is that one. Yeah, and, so... um. And the white suit.
0: <laughs> cool. he, he did both of those specifically for that series. So in it, Moon Knight actually wears like three, uh, like four different costumes. No, three different costumes. He wears the white suit, the one with the black on it, um, and he has like this bone conchu armor that he puts on when he fights these ghosts. Mm-hmm. And um, that's really great. But it's like it's only six issues. They're one and done issues, so it's just like one story, but like each one is packed with a lot of like story, character, and like the action. Warren Ellis is like a master at writing action. I don't know if you've ever seen like Castlevania. Um I or read. You should watch it. It's just like he's in like his Secret Avengers run that he did. Um, a lot of stuff he even did like with the X Men. Just um he's got a really great sense of action and just like putting things together and he like shows that with moon knight and his writing and shalvi's art just like blows it out of the water like Declan was amazing on it there's this one issue where he's going to save this little girl and he's literally walking up like a bunch of flights of steps and he's just beating people up along the way
1: oh my gosh i've seen yeah, this yeah <laughs> like yeah I've seen this. I've seen this posted like a bunch online of 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 I think it was around the time when uh Daredevil the Netflix TV series was on and people mm-hmm, were talking mm-hmm. about his whole hallway fight and how people were hoping that if they eventually did a Moon Knight series that Moon Knight if, got his same kind of thing. Let me tell you.
0: If Moon Knight gets his little flight scene I'm, I'm i'm going to scream like the entire <laughs> time i'm going to scream like you will hear me screaming because that's what i'm going to be doing um it's everything it's everything and so he only did six years six issues on the book and then um brian wood actually came up and, and took over a few issues and his art brought in greg smallwood and like i will actually say outside of Declan, greg smallwood and bills kind um Greg Small was like one of my favorite Moon Knight artists. He actually did the art for the Lumiere run and it is fantastic. Like absolutely fantastic. Just beautiful okay. stuff. Um, he's got like kind just of a to little the, bit of a different I just a style. Google search and I do like it. Yeah. It's nice. Very nice. Um, Brian will was fine. Cullen, Bunn also did a couple of issues. They were fine. I think they again kind of stayed on the trajectory of what Warren Ellis had did with like one and done stories and just making them quick and like delving into Mark. But like hands down number one, there was uh, how did you feel about him in um, West Coast Avengers?
1: I actually really liked him in West Coast Avengers. Um, okay. Yeah, he was fun. He was. That's actually where my own introduction with him was. I. Mm-hmm had been doing a bunch of rereading of stuff because kind of like what you said about uh, Moon Knight is how I felt about Wonder Man, where I've always been a big fan, um, Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't necessarily consider myself an expert, so I've been going back and reading a bunch of his old stuff. Um, And the West Coast Avengers stuff with Moon Knight, where he was, he's very brutal. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, yeah. I was actually like, when they were, like, out fighting people, like, he has to be, like, told to not break somebody's, like, leg or something, or, like, kind of take it over. Because he don't stuff. care.
0: He's, he's, like, he's like, I'm gonna kill you. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> there were quite a few issues where I was like, oh, my gosh, he does not care. Um, It was interesting to see there was a, a relationship he was having with Tigra Um, that they started <laughs> to try to have, but they made it where it was a dude's do they really like each other, or is it their like god things? Because I think Tigra is like from like a cat god or something like that, and um, like like she's like, was, like gross. I'm not really a fan of Tigra. Yeah, I don't really think she's that great either. But it was interesting to see of her like, does she like Moon Knight, or is it the whole cat thing, like yearning for the moon? If it was like that kind of thing, mm. um, I thought I thought that that was kind of interesting. Um. I haven't finished the series yet, so I'm going to see where all that goes. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a, I, I assume, based off of what I've been learning right now, <laughs> it ain't going no, no.
0: <laughs> I don't think anyone's ever even, I don't even think anyone's ever brought that up. Like, his relationship. <laughs> with her. Like, I'm thinking, like, again, I'm just thinking about everything I've just been reading over the last few days. I'm like, no, there's been no mention of her.
1: They just really, like, completely forgot all about it. And, like, it I mean, was a pr- significant thing
0: i mean most people honestly t- tend to only do marlene like marlene is like the one for him but so the thing w- but the thing with marlene is that even when people put her in runs it's always that she's mad at him and she's trying to separate herself with from him because she's like no you're crazy. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, you got some problems and you need to, like, get help, and until you get help, I don't want to be around you. So it's like she comes in, she's mad, and then she leaves. Uh, On the original series, she's probably around the most. Mm. Um, Which was also very good. Uh, Doug Moink and Bill Skynowitz does art for it. Oh, nice. He does Good Moon Knight. The way mm-hmm. he draws the cape and does the crescent effect a lot throughout, iconic. The covers, iconic. What the is villains. your
1: favorite, what is your favorite, like, Moon Knight design? So, what do I you prefer me? the white suit or do you prefer the, um, like, all white costume? Do you prefer the, the, so, the one I think is cool is the, the one that so, so i do wrong. love
0: i do love the original all white suit costume It get, i have a bit of a you know i won't lie i go through some issues with it because it can feel a little bit like clan-esque sometimes and you know <laughs> the, it's just yeah, like yeah
1: looking at it now I just google it yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know it gives it gives clan vibes sometimes so it's kind of like but it's like it's the moon so and then right. you know some writers try and um they tried to, like, say sometimes that it's not really white, it's, like, silver. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's supposed to be, like, a really light silver, like, kind of gray type of situation going. Um, so it's like, but I do like the original design a lot. Uh, again, the white suit, I do love the white suit. I think that's fantastic. I'm, I, I, I feel like that's going to get adapted into the show for sure. Oh, yeah, I'm think, tour. Um. You so don't, I don't have think
1: so. Oscar Isaac do it and not put him in a suit. Okay. I mean, okay. Come on, man. That man's gonna <laughs> look
0: good. He's gonna look good. <laughs> oh, he is short, isn't he? I love that for him. Um, <laughs> right. Both bo- both the both the suits that Declan did, the black one, and so there's this one run, um, Vengeance of Moon Knight, written by G- Greg Hurwitz, that actually has art from Jerome Opina. It was actually with, like one of his first early Marvel works. Um, he kind of Mark had this like armored version of his suit that they specifically said was silver. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> they let you know specifically. They're like, this is silver. Um, that one was really nice, because he got to do some other things. He was like on a very big hero binge on that one. He fights the... Well, he doesn't fight the Sentry, but he like has a moment with
1: the Sentry. Who's like... Sentry um, the one I... He ripped Ares in half? Sentry? Yes. Yeah, okay. because this, this was during the era of,
0: like, the Dark Avengers. Got it. So, like, Sentry was a big deal, and so, like, Moon Knight was a hero, and so Sentry comes up to Moon Knight, and he's like, I'm watching you. Like, I'm crazy, you're crazy, we can both be crazy, if you want." to.
1: sun <laughs> 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 um, yeah. The sun and the moon.
0: Yeah, so, like, they had a little moment. We never see him again in the book, but they had that, um, then it kind of leaves, that run's also kind of up and down. It's nice, but it doesn't really do too much for Mark. We see some of his relationship with the Secret Avengers, which I thought was cool. He, Moon Knight kind of del- deals with, like, being the loner type of character, so yeah. he doesn't have many friends, and this is one of those runs that tried to rectify that and making him have, like, close relationships with those Secret Avengers characters. Uh-huh. Because in the main book, they weren't really close. <laughs> um... So, Widow liked him. Captain America likes him, so I think that says something.
1: Who would you want him to be friends with? Or would you? are you okay with him being more of the loner? Like, he could just be often by himself.
0: I'm cool with him being by himself. And, like, occasionally coming out and being like, which I need help with. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, and he can just be like, which I need help. I would like to see Echo come
1: back. I won't lie. Okay. But that's just, you know. That's, that's your own bias. Yeah, that's just that's <laughs> I like see, I yeah. Can come back.
0: Um, if he had to have a friend, I think he probably he would get a, he, him and Black Widow got along. So, okay. but you know, who does I mean, she kind of gets along with everybody now that I think about it?
1: She don't have to be with nobody like that.
0: She. <laughs> <laughs> she's kind of like a people person. Good for her. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, I guess she's a spy.
0: You gotta yeah. be. Um, so yeah, but other than that, yeah, I'm kind of fine with him just being like, I'll come out when the big stuff is going down to help you guys out, but leave me to do my thing, because I'm going
1: to do it. Hmm. Now, where do you want to see like, Moon Knight go? It, so. There seems to be some, some you know, some rumblings of a new series coming, so what do you want to see for Moon Knight? So,
0: one thing I definitely wanna see that they did a little bit in the Alice run is he kinda did a lot of detective work, and I know it doesn't really help with the Batman comparisons that he's faced a lot, but like whatever it was great, it makes sense he's kinda of like <laughs> like, <laughs> like he's a smart guy like he's a marine and the uh mercenary and like a boxer, and he's done like he 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 should like know how to look for things and like have these kind of like tactical abilities um, and skill sets, so I would like to see a lot more detective work, I would like them to stick with the kind of weird crime angle that he faces, I think I've talked about this a lot, like, on Twitter and stuff, again, even, like, what I was just saying in the Ellis run, like, the serial killer was killing people, and then, like, sewing their body parts into him, he fights, like, he, there was an issue in the original run, where he actually teams up, with like, Dr. Voodoo, because he's, like, um, fighting, Uh yeah, he's, like, he, like, fights stuff along those type of spectrum, um, there's like some weird
1: death. So he cult. deals with like more like the the occult kind of stuff stuff. Yeah,
0: like occult, supernatural horror. Like there's actually like um in the Bemis Run, there's a murder cult who's like after him. They're all serial killers, and so they just join together so they can like kill people. Like those are the type of people he fights. Okay. Uh, so I would like him to kind of stick around with that. Really see a lot of detective work if we. Keep him in line of like the monsters and things like that. I want the monsters to go like full Lovecraftian, like make them big, okay. make them ugly, like let's get crazy. Like if he's going to be in the world, like fully immerse him in the world. Um, obviously we're gonna continue the aspect of the DID. I think I would like to stay along the Lemire lines of that it is a part of him. He accepts it. He knows he's, but he's still kind of a little bit more in control of it. So he can just like mm-hmm. do what he needs to do. He, I don't think he has to be like burdened by it. Frenchie, Marlene, obviously, are probably going to be a part of it in some form or what, fashion. I would like it for Winston to not hate him. I think that would be an interesting turn in movement, especially now that he has the daughter. If we're going to okay. I don't mind if the daughter gets written out of history, but that doesn't really happen too often.
1: So she's cool. She wants to be a hero. Oh, does she wanna be yeah. like a street level hero like him or something or?
0: Yeah, she like draws um him this picture in one of the issues and she's like, Oh look, this is me and you saving the world. Um she's like, I'm gonna be moon girl and he tells her, he's like, There's already a moon girl. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> and she's like, All right, fine. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like, There's already a moon Mark so Mark loves black people. Like okay. that is one thing I will say. He like He's got a lot of black folks in his corner okay that's right like those okay. are his people um so he's like there's already more girl she's like that's fine i mean that could actually be an, a nice little motivation for him for the new series to kind of i guess put him in a new direction is like oh i finally got someone who wants to be like me i mm. had to be a little bit different um he's had a sidekick before his name was midnight but he also kind of like went crazy and turned on mark and tried to kill him <laughs> so um you know him having if the daughter's gonna stay around i wouldn't mind seeing that type of relationship be built up i think my thing with kids in the marvel universe is that they just either get stuck in their kids forever or Mm -hmm. we have to go through some weird time jump thing to get them to be some type of appropriate age. very rarely do the kids get to age i think maybe like cassie lang is uh rare example of a, car- a kid who's like getting to be older and their father still gets to stay around but i also think that's because scott was like middle-aged
1: right yeah you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i don't know Really, can't think of too many other characters where the child got to kind of naturally age uh um, yeah. you know and um, they still get to like
0: be uh and i think and that's always the thing because it's like once you start to age the kid up you have to start actually aging your hero and no one ever actually fully wants to replace the hero so it's like you mm-hmm. think about you think about like Batman and Damien, like how are they gonna handle that situation? Mm. Like, cause and the D, cause DC ages their characters out. <laughs> they like do. they let yeah. they let them age. So it's like, but you guys are not gonna be able to let Damien get to a point where he's an adult of any form and fashion, and we're still gonna believe that Bruce
1: is running around as Batman. Mm-mm. They're probably never gonna get let him be like Nightwing aged.
0: Yeah, unless again you do a thing like they did with Superman and John, where we go through some time jumps. Some time maybe, jump, yeah. And it's just like, I hate those. I don't, <laughs> like, I don't like time travel.
1: Time travel is, yeah. I, it's not you know jam. I don't like it. It's, it's up there with
0: Ultimately, <laughs> <mom. laughs> um, So, universe. I will say, I think people are going to like Moon Knight after the show. I think, A, the Oscar Isaac effect will have a lot to do with it. I think that when I think of Disney Plus and what it's doing with a lot of these other Marvel shows right now and how it's giving us deeper look into these characters, I think they can can do a very like poignant take on mental health and just like yeah. um mental yeah. illness like in the MCU and if they handle that and do it correctly, like that could be like really well received. Again, Oscar Isaac can act, so it's like if they go that route it'll look great. I think the action is going to be intense. Moon Knight is a character that Is about action. He fights. Like he can fight. He does fight. (laughs) Um, He does fight. The training videos that we've seen of Oscar look really good. Also.
1: Yeah, he's badass in that. that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's great. And if we get a new series, I just I think I think that's my thing. Like I want to keep the detective work. I want to see like the weird crime. I just would like to see someone kind of really find a way to make Mark a little bit more likable and motivated Mm -hmm. like cool we get it you were resurrected by the gods, so you had to like do his bidding for a long time then you got to a point where it's like okay i actually don't have to do what you want to say i can do my own thing i do want to keep the streets safe but i don't necessarily want to be a hero so it's like okay well why do you want to keep
1: these streets safe then Mm -hmm. that's what we can know Hopefully we get some more established motivations in, in his next run. Um, he's had a lot of them <laughs> and uh, I did a lot of comic book reading. Yeah, agree. he has a, a whole lot of runs. So clearly they there's a market for him if they keep you know selling out yeah. the runs. I mean, um, they run they
0: they tend to last for like a decent amount of time. Um, mm-hmm. He, I think there's even like some commentary in one of the uh, issues where he says it he's like i'm like a b-list character <laughs> <laughs> he's just like he's like i'm on the b-list it's like people kind of know who i am i do what i do it's like i have my moments but you're not calling on me all the time and i love
1: that i love that type of <laughs> i love it we know we're we being that kind of self-aware is fantastic so <laughs> yeah, best deal. way to be All right, well, let's take a break and then we will come back for uh, relaunches.
2: Oh. All
0: right, we are back with... Another relaunch. Now we haven't done a relaunch in a long time. We got you know
1: it's been a minute. These re-watches, it's
0: been- these rewatches be taking up some time though, you know, so we yeah. gotta get to it. But um we're back it's so been it's been a lot. I'm I'm not mad at that though. Nope. It. So um getting right into it, you know, the relaunches where we come in with our own characters or teams and kind of give our concepts of what we would do with them or where we take them. Um this is one that actually started for me because Otto Schmidt posted his own little interpretation of Night Thrasher Mm -hmm. and I was like damn that looks good and so Night Thrasher is one of those characters that I kind of like but I've kind of like I haven't read too many New Warriors comics I will not lie I've read like when the mutants were depowered and they were uh, New Warriors I read some of that I read some of the issues where they were like the reality series team and so no, that was all bad. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh and I've, and
1: I've really read good, like, way back in the 90s.
0: <laughs> and like I read a couple of other things like here and there. So my relaunch for the week is the New Warriors. Ooh, and wait. one of the characters I obviously know is a part of the Warrior is Night Thrasher. And so I know that he is also another one of those characters who's kind of been like a Batman analog. And so I wanted to take that. And use it. He's kind of restarting the New Warriors. But I really like the aspect of when the mutants were in it, mm. not because they were depowered, but because they were kind of like lost at the time. I would, I think about like young teams in Marvel. You had the Young Avengers who basically played the sidekicks to the Avengers. You had the Champions who are kind of like the newer, younger group who are really learning what it's like to be a hero and like what it means like they're the epitome of like you shouldn't meet your heroes
1: (laughs) right right. they're they're the kids the little kids like trying to figure it out
0: exactly um and so you know they're not the runaways who had to escape their parents and banded together they're not the new x-men so they're not like they don't have the togetherness of mutants. So I think about them and I think what happens to all those other kids, you know, what was the new warrior supposed to be? But like, just kind of, I guess the leftovers a little bit, that's how I saw them. I don't know if that's what they actually were. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so I would love for Night Thrasher to kind of restart it as like a network for those heroes that are in between. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe like your kind of older teens to college age Kids like the gravities
1: and the um just That's actually ex- explaining exactly why he started it originally. Oh, is States. it? Yeah. yeah. It was okay. because he felt like there were a lot of like teen heroes out there that just needed more. Like
0: he had the oh. money.
1: <laughs> like and that's what it is. It's like he has the money. Like, he, has
0: he has the, has the money. money. He was and like, and I'm I thought, well, it. then I guess maybe it's not really. I guess it's a relaunch of a. Get upgraded relaunch you know kind of using some of those other like teen heroes that we have in the day i would love to see the group have a little bit more focus on like who they fight though i think that with Dwayne's um like influence and like the stuff that he knows like i would love to see them kind of getting more into not only mixing like street level antics but maybe going after like big corporations kind of being like the robin hood group stealing from the rich giving back to the poor i think that's something that I felt in the previous New Warriors runs that I read, kind of lacked. There it was like lack of a true goal. So I think they need something to do like that. And I would also like it to be a a bit of a revolving team. Because there's a lot of heroes in the MU. And everybody can get some time to shine. So I wouldn't mind having anything that worked that way. Um, Two people who I would definitely like to see on it, just because I feel like they've kind of like lost their place in the team that they were originally in. Are the two Patriots?
1: Oh yes, they would fit way better with the New Warriors, um, are, especially after
0: reading that Black Panther issue and having them kind of like jumping into battle together and like seeing that. And I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. we need to see them again. And it was like, and it, mm-hmm. would, it would be nice like to see kind of Night Thrasher use them as I guess like the little deputy leaders out in the field. So
1: that's me, New Warriors. I. I want to read that book. (laughs) Absolutely, because that sounds like everything that I would am looking for, really, from out of Marvel right now. Um, A bunch of like super powered kids who can't, don't really fit. You know, I love a like, I don't really fit in on either side. I'm kind of somewhere in the middle kind of character. (laughs) And that's what the New Warriors kind of, to me anyway, represents as like a team. And, um, I know you said you hadn't read like that, their original series. I definitely highly recommend it because um, okay. it's, it's really, it's pretty much the 90s version of what you just described, but not, I mean, not as good <laughs> <Because> <laughs> there were a lot, because again, there was some, a lot of issues with it as far as like it being kind of a reflection of the 90s. It's a little dated. Um, mm-hmm. And, um, they have some moments in there actually where they kind of fight some corporations they kind of go off into um into south america where they're doing stuff in the uh in the amazon rainforest and like trying to get things uh, better for the environment and stuff um but it's not like pushed the way you kind of want it to be like it should be like done today um but i definitely would highly recommend that because night thrasher kind of gets them together in the beginning because like he got the money <laughs> and like his training facility and all that um you could also maybe like even pull
0: like i know you say that like the little reality tv bit was bad i kind of liked it um <laughs> but also like gets me i like reality tv so it's like i think well, you, when you it wasn't, it wasn't that
1: the premise was bad the book was bad <laughs> uh, <laughs> Gotcha. <laughs> uh, I think we can even like kind of play up of that
0: with like whatever the new group of new warriors is. It's like social media is such a big aspect social of like our times. It's like you know how are how is this network using that to the, their advantage? How is this new group actually kind of like using social media to be that? Robin Hood group and like going after these corporations, getting into these places. So it's a lot of different ways I think you can mix that in and kind of revamp it and get up in there and make the new Warriors kind of a viable project for Marvel again.
1: Yeah, Because I know I, that, I,
0: I feel like they've tried a couple of times and it just never clicked.
1: Well, that most recent time was <laughs> just completely just forgotten about and was for the best yeah. because um wow, what a mistake. <laughs> but I've always felt like the New Warriors could be, like, the young Justice of Marvel, you know, exactly. and just have a bunch of the, like, younger teenage heroes there, except they're not trying to aspire to be the next Justice League or whatever. They're just trying to <laughs> do their own thing. live, do their own thing. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm with that. That sounds great. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, my relaunch is something we had talked about a few weeks ago when... Uh, we were, had Jordan on Jordan Clark on the show, and mm-hmm. it is uh, Tom Foster Goliath. Now, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> now we yes, you, you
0: know I'm here for this.
1: I would Let bring me. him, I would bring him back around, and um, kind of give him. So but before I get into it, everyone knows about like Bill Foster anyway, the original Goliath. He was the guy that was killed during Civil War by the Clone Thor. <clears throat> and tom foster wanted to get you know not necessarily revenge but he wanted to like live up to his uncle's uh like legacy so he got some pen particles to work with black panther and stuff and now he has those same kind of abilities and um i think later on he maybe like had lost them or something and then somehow he got them and was through like a um like an ion transfer or something like that, similar to, he went through a similar process that like Wonder Man kind of went through where he Mm -hmm. can't get abilities again. So I would have him, he ended up like not really like agreeing with the heroes because they just kind of like let Bill Foster die. Like where, (laughs) Mm
2: -hmm. everybody else around (laughs) the
1: team is always resurrected, but like, (laughs) (laughs) Bill is still in the ground. We Okay. So I would bring him back around and kind of have him be more of an like an antihero kind of villain. And I would put him in the group of um I'd put him in the group of villains with the Lethal Legion and have him mm-hmm. run around with them. Okay. Him, where he's where he's kind of like a villain, but he also has, like, you know, he would be the one that would end up joining the heroes later in the story.
0: Okay. Um, But But he has to, he gotta have a little heel turn first. He's mad. Mm
1: -hmm. He's mad. He's mad. Okay. I can understand. uh, He doesn't feel like they've ever really done, the Avengers haven't done anything, and he'd rather side with them and get his vengeance on the Avengers. He'd eventually probably, you know, have a heel turn, but that's how I would bring him back around. And I also feel like that growth power isn't like shown ever. I love I love, <laughs> I love characters
0: whose powers to grow. Like mm. like and shrink actually. Like either one. Like that so like secretly like I'm an A-Man fan. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like it's it. okay it's very it's very low-key uh, not a lot of people know about it but like i love like the Ant and giant man characters the giant man. oh god i love all the giant men. so that power and um density control like characters who can make themselves oh, like okay.
1: like what vision can do mm-hmm. top tier excellent abilities excellent okay well i didn't know that i don't know about the yeah. density thing i think i knew the growth part but uh yeah. the density it thing's is cool it. Those are my two. Like, you know how everybody's got, like, how they want
0: superpowers?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Everybody, usually everybody's first one is, like, telepathy or telekinesis or some sort. But, you know, mm-hmm. you kind of, like, you got, everybody has those, like, powers that are a little bit underrated. That naturally many mm-hmm. people have. But it's like, you know, I know I could do some damage with those. <laughs> those would be my two. Those would be my
1: two. Ooh, I like it. I like it. I don't know what my two would be. you know always a force field. I love it.
0: You I do. love a force field. I do love a force field. <laughs> I do, I,
1: you do love a force field. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> I love force field. I love a like force field that is it is then like used as something else like a force field via telekinesis or something like that or telekinesis mm-hmm. via a force field. how I should say? You know, okay. I love that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, anyway, I for Tom Foster, I'd bring him back around, have him be a little bit of a villain because I'd bring the Lethal Legion back around um, and have him join up with them and then he'd probably have a heel turn, but I think he should come back around as like a villain. There aren't too many like, and it could be that I've been on this taskmaster kick Mm -hmm. (laughs) and maybe I would love to see the same thing kind of done with uh, Goliath. But uh, I think that that's what I would do with him.
0: I mean, I'm here for it. I love Goliath, so
1: I support it. it. All right, y'all. So that brings us to the end of the show. Uh, Please definitely subscribe anywhere you get your podcast subscribe on uh on youtube you can find us by searching another relaunch um you can find us on twitter at another relaunch you can send us any questions concerns any of your own relaunches that you may want to have read out on the show at another relaunch at gmail.com you can find me at uncanny lz um, on most social media platforms keenan where can they find you I love how you say most. <laughs> like the ones I want you to find me on. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, you guys can find like, me at <laughs> <laughs> You know, and be sure to join back next week. We're going to have another double feature rewatch. Um, episodes three and four of Invincible and episodes three and four of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah.
1: Alright y'all, let's get up out of here.
0: Peace.